This is Karen McGill, and you are listening to From Burnout to Best Self. Welcome and enjoy the show. You guys already know that I advocate great nutrition and daily workouts in order to get from your place of burnout to your absolute best self. The problem is getting there is easier said than done. If you're busy, you don't have time to get to a gym, you don't know what to do when you get to the gym, and you actually hate working out, then I have a solution that might help you. I train women online every month in a small online group environment, and I encourage, guide, and coach all of these great women to get to the best version of themselves. If that sounds like something that might help you too, this is a very affordable solution for the busy woman who just doesn't have time to get to the gym. So if you want to learn more, head to thefithabit.com forward slash train with me and find the details there. Talk to you soon. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to From Burnout to Best Self. I believe this is episode 14. And today I am talking about the one thing that you need in order to create any sort of transformational change in your life, be it small, be it big, whatever you whatever you want to set out to do, not just change, but the things that you want to achieve in your life. There's one thing that you need that I realized I was sort of copping out on, and I'm going to share that with you today. In addition to that, I'm also going to uh, give you a list of some of the podcasts that I'm listening to right now, because obviously if you're listening to my podcast, you are a podcast listener. I think these are great ways to grow and develop and just have really good good vibes going through your earballs at all times when uh, you know you have the capacity for it. So when you're cleaning, when you're driving, when you're working out, it's always great to listen to things that you know inspire you to think differently about life and and things that happen to you and just inspire growth. So on that note, first I'm going to talk about that thing that I feel like and very often I'm missing all the time, but in some cases, and I'll go through some examples, and um, give you just sort of some space to think about it in terms of your own life. So a little bit of context, I was listening to a podcast that was entitled This Very Thing, and it was based on the subject alone, and it was a life coach. Uh, He's a life coach. He's also an NLP and and hypnosis, and he's one of the podcasts I'll be recommending to you in in a minute, Uh, but he was talking about this in terms of the clients that he's worked with and coached. Um, that it's the number one thing that um, often they lack, and I do as well. And that is, uh, drum roll please, <laughs> commitment to yourself. So let me unpack that a minute because it's, it's probably sounding very Captain, uh, Captain Obvious. Oh, yeah, commitment to, commitment to yourself, blah, blah, blah. On we go. No, let's slow down and unpack this for a second. How often do you say to yourself, I do X, Y, and Z, or you know, commit yourself to doing things that you don't want to do either to yourself or to other people, then you don't follow through and you feel like crap. So you feel like crap in the moment and that's obviously not good, but there's actually a much larger implication there. The more that you don't follow through on the promises that you make to yourself, the less you believe in yourself. So, you know, when people say, ah, you know, you can do anything, you just have to believe in yourself. I I've never really understood what believing in yourself, quote unquote, in a very sort of literal sense of the term, I never really understood what that meant until I heard this podcast. Because really, if you are constantly letting yourself down, putting yourself last, that is what belief is. Like 
Do you believe that you'll actually follow through on the things you say to yourself that you will do? Whether it be work or relationships, working out, personal development, going to therapy, eating in a different way, going to bed early, whatever it is. We always have the best intentions for ourselves. We always think, oh, this will be so good. I should do this. I should do this. And we should ourselves. Um, We should all day long. But in execution, a lot of those things just aren't possible. You know, we only have 24 hours in a day. And as we are spinning in our mind all of these things we should do, I, you know, it, it really sort of exhausts the brain on an unconscious level because what we don't have is clarity on the things that are really important and what our priorities are really in our life that is driving us towards our own intention. Let me unpack that a bit because it sounds very ethereal and I want to make this concrete for you. I'll give you a very specific example. Today, my husband and I were driving home. We went for a hike and then we stopped at Target afterwards to pick up a few things. And we had gone for a hike in our neighborhood in a new area of the neighborhood. Our neighborhood sits right over the Colorado River. It's a beautiful place, but we had never actually made it down to the river. And we went down there today for the first time and I thought I should get myself one of those inflatable paddle boards so I can drive down here, pop the paddle board in the river and off I go. And when we were coming home from Target, I was thinking about, man, I should get this paddleboard. It'll be so much fun. We could spend weekends on the lake and maybe we get a boat. And, and then I thought to myself, Karen, you have so much stuff that you already want to do with your life. You just moved into this new home that you have all these different projects lined up for. You have a full-time consulting career and you have a full-time business on top of that. When in the hell are you going to go paddleboarding? Get a freaking grip. So and, and not to mention the fact that I'm in a new city where I need to, you know, find new friends and, you know, check out new spots and understand and learn the city and get a new hairdresser and a new nail person and all the things that you need to do when you move to a new city that you don't think are going to take a lot of time and energy, but actually do. And here I am thinking about um, inflatable paddle boards. And that's a great example of the little thoughts that run through your mind where you start shooting yourself. And when you don't follow through with it, you either feel bad because you say to yourself, oh, I never do the things I say I'm going to do. Or, um, you know, you, you do buy the paddleboard and it sits in the garage. So that was when I said that to myself, I should go buy a paddleboard. And then I caught myself saying, Karen, there's only 24 hours in the day and you have so much on your plate right now. You do not need a paddleboard, even though it sounds like a great idea because who doesn't want a paddleboard on the Colorado River when it's like 95 degrees outside? Um, it sounds like a great idea in theory, but I have a pool in the backyard if I ever need to, you know, submerge myself in water and that's good enough for now. So, you know, it, it made me think and stop because I had heard that podcast like just yesterday, it made me stop and realize, aha, here's a perfect example of how I should myself. And then I don't follow through on these little should thoughts because I don't complete the thought where like where you say to yourself, oh, I should do X, Y, Z. And then you put that little mental note in your head like, yeah, I'm going to go buy this thing so I can go do that thing. And sometimes you buy the thing and you don't do the thing. Or sometimes you don't even buy the thing to do the thing. And the whole thing just sort of like goes out the window. That's probably for the best. Um, But you know, what I'm getting to here is like half commitments and half desires where, you know, we think it's a good idea and we put that on our mental to-do list, but nothing ever comes of it. And all of those little mental to-dos that never get checked off, 
make you lose faith in yourself because you are never following through on the things you say you want to do. And then you feel bad about yourself. And that's what it means to not believe in yourself. So I hope in a very sort of dribbledygook way, I have, I apologize for that being a bit of a ramble, but I am speaking off the cuff here. And I really just wanted to paint a picture for you of what happens, like TLDR, what happens when you put yourself in a position where you're thinking and committing yourself to a bunch of things that you don't follow through on. You lose faith in yourself. You stop believing in yourself. And what happens when you do that? You have lower self-esteem. You have lower sense of self-acceptance because you don't trust yourself. And then when you stop trusting yourself, it really shows up in the most interesting places. And I'll give you an example of this as well. Uh, I I know a lot of authors. I listen to a lot of authors. I I follow a lot of authors. And they all say the same thing. When you're writing a book, the whole book writing process is like this test of fortitude around how much self-abuse you can put yourself through. Because the creative process is such that, and maybe you felt this way when you're doing a business report or writing a book or a blog post or whatever it is you do to be creative. Oh my God, you're writing it and you're thinking to yourself, this thing sucks. It's so bad. Nobody's ever going to write this. If I submit this, somebody's going to think I'm a, I've got the intelligence of a four-year-old or, or, or a grape. You know, it, and you, you sit and you completely tear yourself down throughout the entire creative process. I do this to myself all the time. I've been doing it a lot in my creative process and that's where I end up abandoning projects because it becomes so painful to criticize myself and to listen to myself criticize myself that I literally abandoned the project. I've done that twice just in this year. But it also has been creeping up in work. So I work, I'm a consultant at a company where, you know, everybody's just like super smart and the caliber of work is always incredible. These guys don't understand B plus work. For me, I think very often B plus work is just fine. And as long as it gets the point across, I'm in communications, then, you know, it doesn't need to be the most super fabulous, engaging information. Um, But these guys that I work with are all just really smart and really dedicated to their jobs. And it's wonderful. It's great. I'm not criticizing the fact that they're really smart. But I am noticing now that I'm criticizing myself more and more. And I'm saying to myself, you know, you're not of this caliber. You're not as smart as these people. You're going to hand in this executive message that you've just created and they're going to think it's a crock of shit. And, you know, you're going to hand in this proposal for a plan, a strategy, and they're going to think it's ridiculous. And, you know, it, it, it almost starts to physically hurt how much I pick on myself as I'm going through this. And it's becoming a louder and louder voice recently. And I I realize where that's coming from now. I realize it's coming from that lack of belief. And that is coming from me not following through on my word of diluting my intentions in my life, of having a whole bunch of things that I know I should do, but not really quite following through on any of them. And it has really eroded my belief in myself. And of course, then it erodes my confidence. So being able to just like have that aha moment of holy crap, this is what's happening, right? Like I'm not being impeccable with my word. And as I'm not being impeccable with my word, I'm, you know, really sort of breaking that relationship with myself and it's showing up in some really interesting ways. So since realizing that, and it's only been, I mean, I listened to this podcast that I'm talking about like three or four days ago. And since then, every day, First of all, that for the morning after I listened to that podcast, I wrote a contract to myself in my journal that morning. 
on this day, September, I don't know, was it 24th or whatever it was, um, I, Karen McGill, age, <laughs> and then here beeswax, um, you know, promise to uphold my word to myself above and beyond all other things. And the contract went on and on. And every morning I've been going back and reading it just because I need that mental reminder that I need to be impeccable with my word to myself. I'm very good at keeping my word to other people because as a people pleaser, nothing pains me more than letting people down, even if that's the the right thing to do, like to say no or to, you know, if I've said yes to something and I know that it's not in my best interest to follow through, having to, you know, go back on my word, that really does suck for everybody involved. So I'm trying to get better at saying no up front and not committing myself to things I don't want to do, but I've never really turned that around and looked at it for myself. So, you know, that that idea came popping up to me this morning when I, you know, my, my little internal self wanted that inflatable um, uh, paddleboard because if I didn't, then I, there was FOMO, right? And if I didn't, that meant that I wasn't living my best life out on the Colorado River and I was working too hard. And, you know, you start going on with these stories in your head, right? Welcome to my brain, guys. Um, and I, I share this. I know I'm talking a lot about myself right now, but I share this because I bet a lot of you resonate with it. Um, so having had made this contract to myself uh, has been really helpful in terms of just every morning reminding myself that I've got to be impeccable with my word to myself. So every morning in my journal when I'm writing, I now write down, here are the three things that I want to do today. It's not a 4,000 you know, line checklist to do, which I've usually done in the past. And sure, there's like 4,000 things I need to get done right now, but I can only promise myself to do three things today. And today it was work out, write a blog post and record a podcast. So I'm just finishing up on the third thing of my to-dos. Oh, actually I had to pay taxes too. So that's the fourth thing. I did have a fourth thing today. So uh, I got all those things done. It's only 2.30 in the afternoon. So the rest of the day is just for me. And I actually feel a lot more at peace. And I think at the end of the day, the whole premise of this podcast is to bring peace, peace of mind, because burnout comes from an unconscious realization that we have a ton of choice. We have a ton of options and control of our lives, but because our brains are so busy telling us stories that don't serve us, that we lose peace and we lose, uh, you know, that sense of control over our lives and then we become burnt out. So uh, a big piece of peace building for me has been this week being very careful of what I promised myself and making sure I follow through because I want to rebuild that relationship. And I don't think it's something that will happen overnight. I think this will take a long time. Uh, But this has been a real shift. I I, I don't want to say game changer because I think I use that word too much. Some things in my life have been game changers like deep belly breathing, um, tapping, otherwise known as emotional freedom technique. Um, walking, you know, 10,000 steps a day, working out every day, uh, eating lower carb, drinking more water, things that have seemed very obvious have been game changers for me. So I don't want to say that this is a game changer because I've only been doing it for a couple of days, but it has shifted my mindset. And if you've ever wondered, what does it really mean to shift a mindset? That's it. It's when little light bulbs go on. And sometimes it doesn't have an immediate reaction, um, but sometimes it can help you adjust your thinking in the moment as you become more aware and more conscious of your thoughts and and putting your thoughts in a better place. Because you know what? We all have monkey minds as part of the human condition. And your thoughts really do control the quality of your life. So why wouldn't you want to have the best quality of thought so you can have the best quality of life? At the end of the day, that's all there is to it. 
So I'm going to pause for a quick break and I'm going to come back and I'm going to share with you my top podcasts that I've been listening to recently that have really inspired me and helped me keep my mindset in check. And I think they'll do the same for you too. If I resonate with you, then I think these folks will as well. Uh, So be right back. Okay, so we're back and I'm going to go through my short list of podcasts that have really, you know, changing my mindset lately. I'm somebody who likes very direct people. You'll notice that from the folks that I recommend. Um, But I'm not a big fan of fluff. I want examples. I want tangible examples. I want actionable content. And these guys all deliver on that. And they're all focused on shifting mindset, transformation, and just getting things done. So on that note, the first one I recommend is the Jim Fortin podcast. Now, he is a very direct guy. There is no fluff in this podcast whatsoever. Uh, He talks a lot about changing um, your brain and your thinking and uh, how your thinking actually drives the quality of your life. He references psychology quite a bit. I like that about him. Um, He's got a lot of, uh, he's got a very strong background in NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. That's a mouthful. Um, And he's just a really smart guy. So I would definitely recommend him. Again, his name is Jim Fortin. And uh, he's the one who really brought the theme of this podcast together for me today. And I've just been binging his podcast all week. They're wonderful. The next one that I would recommend uh, is Natalie Bacon. She is a life coach. Um, she is trained by another um, uh, podcast podcaster that I'm going to recommend, uh, Brooke Castillo. She is trained at the Life Coach School. So between her and the woman she was trained by, um, you can tell a lot of similarities within their podcast. Uh, uh, Natalie is a really smart girl. Uh, has a lot of great ideas. Her podcast is very much like mine. Um, no interviews, just her talking and teaching every week. So if you're looking, you know, for just some really interesting perspective on um, how to position your thoughts and how to control your thoughts. Sorry, my dog is here. And how to best position your mindset for success and personal growth. I would highly recommend her. So that her, again, her name is Natalie Bacon. Uh, the next one is, um, the life coach school podcast. So that is Brooke Castillo. So she teaches life coaches. She's a master life coach and she's got a very interesting, um, model that I think is really useful. And I think I may have even shared it here before, and I hope I don't mess this up, but essentially the model is you've got circumstances in your life. Like I have a pug sitting beside me. Your thought about that circumstance drives your feeling about that circumstance. Your feeling about that circumstance drives your action about that circumstance and your actions regarding that circumstance um, drives your outcome. So whatever your outcomes are in your life, it is all dependent upon the way you think and feel about the circumstances in your life. Um, So if you want to change your results, you don't need to change your circumstances. You need to change the way you think and feel about your circumstances. And the way she builds that out is really compelling. She talks about it a lot in her podcast. Her podcast lately has been a little esoteric, so I wouldn't start with her most recent ones, but her earlier ones just talking about the brain and how we think and how we can better control our thoughts, much like Natalie Bacon Uh, I think is just a really exceptional um, way of thinking about life and how to better yourself. So again, that's the Life Coach School. I'll put all of this in the show notes, guys. If you're running or driving or whatever, just refer back to the Fit Habit um, and it'll be there. 
Um, and then the next one I wanted to share with you is, and this is more for the entrepreneurs out there or folks that want to be entrepreneurs, um, Melanie Metro, her podcast is called uh, Women uh, Inspiring Women. And uh, she is, I will warn you right now, she's a top coach with Beachbody, which is a multi-level marketing company or direct sales, whatever you want to call it. Um, I am affiliated with Beachbody. You don't hear a lot about them on my podcast because... Well, as much as I love the company and as much as I do um, love the products and use them myself and I do promote them on my website, which is more fitness oriented than the topic of this podcast, I also understand that I think a lot of folks have some uncomfortableness around um, folks that work with MLMs and um, I can understand that. I have a little bit of it too. So I really just don't talk about it that much because what I'm trying to do is build a relationship with my audience. I don't want them to distrust me in any way. So I really do like the products, uh, but I'm not trying to build a, you know, a big organization right now. So I don't really use Beachbody in that sort of MLM sense. Um, but I do love the products a lot. So if you ever do want to sign up and, and start using the home workout products, definitely check out my website. I've got tons of resources there. But anyways, Melanie has a great podcast because again, she's a very matter of fact person and she just kind of tells it how it is. And a lot of the same principles that she talks about from a business perspective are true for health and fitness. You know, you've got to plan, plan your time, be intentional with it and do the things you say you're going to do, which is really coming back to this whole idea and this whole principle of building trust with yourself and being impeccable with your word to yourself. When I think about the successful people in um, the world that I, I admire and the, you know, they're mentors to me from afar, they're all, they all have this characteristic of they say they're going to do something and they do it, whether it's for themselves or for other people. And that builds integrity for their, their character and it builds integrity um, for the brand. So I really admire that. And uh, that's what, one of the reasons why I admire Melanie. She's a, you know, no nonsense kind of girl. Uh, so I highly recommend her, uh, podcast, women inspiring women. If you are an entrepreneur, uh, if you're not an entrepreneur and you're a little into the woo woo and you are intrigued by the, um, the law of attraction in any way whatsoever, then I highly recommend, uh, the expanded podcast by Lacey Phillips. It's different. It is something that will approach, it does approach, um, manifestation in a very different way from, you know, your typical secret manifesta- manifestation stuff where, oh, you just think happy thoughts about a car and a car will appear, um, one of the biggest takeaways I've received from her podcast that I think is so critical to any aspiration that you have is to find what she calls expanders. I guess that's where she gets the name of her podcast from, Expanded. Expanders, I think I've mentioned this before, are people that are doing the things that you want to do. When you have a goal and um, you know your inner voice is telling you, you can't have that, that's not possible, this is a stupid dream, it's a stupid goal. If you can find somebody else who's done it, then it's possible. It's in the realm of possibility. Um, and if, if you can find that and you can focus yourself on the fact that if that person can have it, I can have it. It really does build your belief system and it really does alter the way you think about something because you can no longer say to yourself in truth and honesty that um, your dream or goal is not possible because if somebody else is doing it, then it's absolutely possible. It's been manifested in the past, which means that it is possible for you. You just need to um, focus and um, follow through on your commitment to yourself. 
So anyways, uh, I do, again, recommend uh, her podcast, Expanded, by Lacey Phillips. Um, the next one is Rachel Hollis, The Rise Podcast. Uh, she is one of the authors that I've talked about a lot. And again, it's, it's a going, ongoing theme. Even in her podcast, she talks about this a lot. One of the biggest takeaways from her podcast that I really love is that, you know, when you plan your week and you say you're going to do a bunch of things and you, you get to that point, like, let's say, for example, you're on a Sunday and you're looking at your calendar and you're, you're in your calendar and you're planning out the weeks. I'm going to work out, uh, you know, 10 a.m. every day and I'm going to go to the, um, I'm going to like meal prep on Tuesday evenings and I'm going to, you know, do like 15 minutes of cleaning every day. So you've got all of these different things that on Sunday sound really good in theory. But when it comes to the actual day and the time where you're supposed to do something, it's like, ah, I don't feel like doing it. And then off you go to do something else. I do that a lot with commitments to network because I actually hate network, network networking. But in theory, I know I should. So on a Sunday, I'll write down, oh, I'm going to go to this networking event on Tuesday night. Maybe I'll go to this place on Thursday night. And then I, know I could talk myself out of it in a heartbeat because I don't actually like doing it. And the funny thing with that is not only is that like just a, a not a it's, a, it's a bad example of how we say we're going to do things and not do them from follow through perspective, but it's also really interesting. It's an interesting experiment in adulting because the, the fact is, you know, when we're planning to do something because we know it's a good idea and we're, we're pl- trying to be our best selves and we're trying to plot out that path. But then when it actually comes down to doing the work, we don't want to do it. That happens a lot and it happens to everyone. Nobody is immune to it. I never go into a workout thinking, I am so happy I'm doing this workout. I hate working out, but I love having had worked out. And I go with that thought into my workout knowing that oh, it'll be over in 30 minutes and then I can get on with my day. Um, but, you know, so here's the thing. As adults, we have to do hard things. I mean, nobody really loves to go to work. Nobody really loves having to wake up to an alarm clock. Nobody loves paying taxes and mortgage payments. But welcome to adulthood. That's what we all have to do, right? So when you think about networking or going to the gym or any of these other things that are really sort of important to having a full life, it's part of our adulting experience. And it's part of that process of parenting yourself. So when you plan out those things at the beginning of the week, because you know they're the right steps for you to take in order to reach your goal, but then you get to that point in time and you're like, and I want to do this. That is the critical moment where you can't let yourself down. So when you're planning out your week, you have to ask yourself very carefully, is this something that on Tuesday night I'm not going to want to do, or I'm going to talk myself out of, or I'm going to have a very strong resistance to it? Because at that point, you either have to be honest with yourself that you're not going to do it and don't put it on your calendar or be honest with yourself that you're going to have to drag yourself and there's going to, they're going to have to build in mechanisms to get your butt out the door. So adult, be you know, aware that you're going to have resistance and push through that resistance because that is how you're going to build belief in yourself. The last one podcast I'll mention is the Celine, Shaleen show. Uh, she is, ah, she's a smart lady. She, it, she talks a lot about business life and health and she's always just got great nuggets of wisdom. Um, rambles a little bit less than I do. <laughs> and, uh, I really admire the work that she's done and she's also just very positive and fun. So on that note, those are my podcasts, guys. I think that they are all really worth your time and energy. And uh, I will put this in the show notes and drop it on the blog. So if you're not listening to this in real time, if you're listening to it at some other point, just uh, head to my website, thefithabit.com and search for um, podcast recommendations and this should pop up. 
And that's it for all I got for you this week. Maybe I'll do like a little personal update after this if you want to hang around. If you don't, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Feel free to leave a star, five-star review if you enjoy this podcast. And if you hated it, just please go away. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and I don't mean go away as in go away. I mean go like, you know, end your experience with it now. So, okay, on to a personal update. We've now been in Texas just a little over a month. And uh, we're settling in. Uh, it's starting to feel a little bit more uh, normal around here. The things that I have really learned to appreciate are knowing where things are uh, and just routine and pattern. I haven't had a lot of that. And to build a new routine in life, I, I'm hesitating for a very good reason here. To build a routine takes energy. To build a routine as you get older and you have had, this is where I was pausing, and you've had a lot of time to get into, you know, your set ways is even harder. So I am pausing because I hate to say, oh, you know, as you get older, these things are harder because I just think that that's a cop out and I don't believe that that's a thought I want to own or invest in. But I do see how the longer you've been on the earth doing the same thing over and over again, when they get switched up, it might take a little bit more energy to get into a new pattern. But that's good because, you know, they do say that you get set in your ways as you get older. And I don't want to get set in my ways. I want to have new ways and I want to have new experiences. I want to continue to have new experiences because I think that's the part of life that keeps us interesting and always learning and our brains, you know, awake and um, aware. So um, Austin has, you know, if you were to ask me today, one month into our experience here, am I regretting it or am I loving it? I wouldn't say I'm absolutely loving it, not because there's anything wrong with Austin, but just because I haven't had enough time to experience it yet. Working from home, um, you know, I have to be very intentional to leave the house uh, or else I could just be home 24 seven because you can have everything you ever want ordered to and brought to you. Um, So I do leave the house a couple of times a week. I've been meeting people and going out for dinners with my husband and experiencing new restaurants and neighborhoods. And Austin's great. I mean, it's a such a fun town, great food, really nice people. Like I think people in California were nice. People in Texas are even nicer. Um, And, uh, you know, it's just beautiful here. Like I live in this amazing neighborhood. I have a beautiful home uh, and I get to decorate it the way I want to decorate it. And it's just an easier uh, life here, I think, uh, than in California, even though I do love myself some of California. Um, So I, I am on a scale of one to 10, 10 being, oh my God, this is the best move ever. And one being like, what the hell did I just do? I'm at about an eight, eight and a half. You know, I miss my friends. I will say that the heat's a bit much. It's, you know, still up around 95 every day here. Uh, So I'm not spending a lot of time outdoors. If we do go for hikes and and walks and I I can't even run in this weather, um, we do it pretty early in the day. But, you know, that's what you do. You just, you go out and you have your outdoor time early in the day. And then you know that the rest of the day you're going to be stuck inside or out by the pool uh, and just until you go to bed. Uh, So I'm really enjoying all of that. Uh, I'm starting to feel a bit more settled. And back into more of a rhythm with work, which is nice. And uh, yeah, that's that's the short of it here in Austin. So if you are an Austin Austinite listening to the podcast, give me a shout out because uh, I'd love to meet some more local yokels. And that's it for me right now. What I'm trying to do is find some more like a more of a blogger community around here. 
Um, I've connected with a few Canadians, which is, which is nice. So that's a good tip for anyone who's moving into a new town. Um, consider like finding people in like-minded pockets. So um, my, my like-mindedness would be around, you know, people that are Canadian living in the U.S., um, people that love dog rescue, because that's something that I'm very passionate about, uh, fitness-minded people. I might, I do have a gym membership, but I do basically just work out at home. Like I mentioned, I do beach body products or workouts, and I find that they're more than enough. Um, but there is an orange theory around the corner, so I might give that a try just for some more community. Um, and that's, that's how I'm getting to know people. Uh, Facebook groups are great for a bunch of different things and just, you know, entrepreneur communities. So that's what I'm doing. And uh, so far, so good. I really like it here. Uh, so if you have been by it's randomly contemplating the move to Texas, <laughs> why not? It's great here. So on that note, I am going to wrap up now. Thank you for listening to me ramble. Um, if you're still around, I really appreciate you listening to the personal updates because I think that's more of a connection. And I hope you found this uh, podcast helpful. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful week. And remember, keep your word to yourself. Be impeccable with your word to yourself because that relationship that you have with yourself is the most important relationship and the longest lasting relationship you will have in your life. And on that note, have a great week. Bye-bye. You guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of From Burnout to Best Self. I really appreciate you being here and I would super appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. That really helps me get the podcast out to more people and to help me get better people on the, or not better people, but fascinating people on the podcast. So do me a huge, head over to iTunes, give me a five-star review. I would really appreciate it. And also, I would love to connect with you on Instagram. I like to see the people who actually listen to this podcast. I want to see my community uh, face-to-face. So go over there, follow me on Instagram at burnout to best self, and uh, let me know you're a listener. I'd really appreciate it. If you want to do a screenshot of the episode that you uh, are listening to and share it on your stories and tag me, then I will be happy to share back. So um, thanks for connecting, guys. I love you, and uh, I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. Take care.